Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show, 608, 45 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas live on a Thursday. A tear-filled Mark Aram show uh, staff tonight as we uh, just said goodbye in the WSB lobby to our uh, fearless leader, Peter Spriggs, who's retiring after a 26-year run here at Cox Radio, Cox Media Group, the last 19 here at WSB. By far, hands down, the best boss I've ever had or will ever have. So uh, we, we uh, I literally just ran in here. There, I missed the food. I missed the food. The food, people were waiting to get the food. They're like, I don't want to be the first one. Yeah. But then when one person went, it was-, it was And I'm pretty yeah. sure Randy was the first person to go. Oh no, Scotty Baker was the first person to go. I was not. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw the way this was going, Chuck, uh, with the speeches and everything. And I said- there's no way I'm going to be able to get the food before the show. So I threw in an Uber Eats order at 530. So I'm waiting for that to come in here because I'm like, by the time Kenny gets done, like there ain't going to be nothing left in that thing. And Alex Williams. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll talk more about Pete Spriggs leaving uh, later on in the show. we got a big show, show tonight because we were off last night because of Georgia Bulldog basketball. We're going to double up. we got Sanjay with Would You Rather, Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review, George Estevez, the newest anchor from Channel 2, is going to join us in the second hour. But since we missed Wednesday, I... Thought you might be deprived and missing Millennial Match Game, so we're going to start Thursday off with some Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live in studio, the returning champ, everybody's favorite, Randy Okray from the Digital Desk, my uh, my young Padawan, my yes. my mentee. How are you, Randy? I'm feeling fantastic, Markster. Thanks for coming in on short notice on a Thursday edition of Millennial Match Game. You're going to like this one, this version of Millennial Match Game. I think okay. it's going to be easy for you. Oh, here we go. Uh, today's version of Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage, is uh, I'm going to say a person's name. And you have to guess whether or not this person is a former Braves player. Oh. Or an actor from the 80s or 90s. So you're good with actors. I think you're, yes, yes. kind of, sort of. So I think you'll know because if you don't recognize the name, you could just say, oh, it's probably a Braves player. I think you'll be good with this. All right. Let's meet. Oh, we lost one of our contestants. Yeah, dude dropped off. So someone wants to play. Come All right. On. We need one more contestant to call now to play Millennial Match Game 404-872-0750. Peggy is in Atlanta. Peggy, welcome to Millennial Match Game. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, dear. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm just... Um um, where are you from? Bed, covered up. Co- oh, where am I from? Yeah. Initially, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, all right. Uh, a lived- corn husker. Uh, right. All but right. I've lived in the South most of my life. I lived in Texas and South Carolina. Beautiful. Are and you a- Georgia now. Are you a millennial, Peggy? No. Okay. I'm not. All right. So you'll do well at this game then. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Marco called back. Marco, uh, tell the folks a little bit about yourself, buddy. Hey, hey, Mark. I'm a well. I'm a long time Mark Aaron show listener. I'll tell you that since the early times. My man. Um, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm from Los Angeles, but I came out here. I'm an electrician working out here in beautiful in uh, Georgia. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, here's the it's a millennial match game. Braves player or actor? I'm going to say someone's name, and you guys don't need to know if it's a Braves player or an actor from the <laughs> '80s or '90s. You just have to guess whether or not Randy will know. And when in doubt. <laughs> The millennial doesn't know. All right, here we go. Peggy, you're up first. Uh, okay. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy 
Will uh, Randy, the millennial, know if that's a Braves player or an actor? Patrick Duffy. Um, I would say no. You say no. Patrick Duffy. Is that a Braves player or an actor, Okay, Randy? Patrick Duffy. Now, because we play the car game with you all the time, yes. I want to say I saw that on a baseball card. So I'm going to just go with a, a Braves player. Braves player. <laughs> no. What is that? That's Bobby Ewing from <laughs> Dallas. You're from that. Texas. Oh, man. Uh, I think one of you guys, uh, if you can turn down the radios, Marco and Peggy, I'm getting a little feedback. Make sure your radios are turned down. All right, Peggy gets the point because uh, Millennial Randy did not know the answer. All right, Marco, you're up. Uh, is this a Braves player or an actor? Will Randy know David Schwimmer? David Schwimmer. Will she know if that's a Braves player or an actor? Ooh. Wow, I don't know that one. Uh, David Schwimmer. Wow. Wow. Uh, David Schwimmer? Okay, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to guess she's not going to. She's not going to know. She's not going to know. All right, yeah, David Schwimmer, Randy, is that a Braves Schwimmer. player or an actor? I know Ray Schwimmer, yeah. you know, the rap group. Yes. Uh, David Schwimmer. Okay. Schwim, Schwim. <laughs> is that right? Schwimmer. Schwimmer. No R in the middle. Schwim. I, I said Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Here you Listen, go. Listen, I'm judging my Texas <laughs> accent. Uh, let's go with a Braves player because I just... Oh, wait. I know this, this sound. Yeah, what is this sound? Boy Meets World. No. 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 Topanga. Friends. No? Friends. Yeah. <laughs> it is Friends. You know David Schwimmer, Ross on Friends? That's Ross. Yes. Oh, no. All right. All right. So, all right. Not doing as well as I thought you'd do in this game, but that's all right. Marco and Peggy both have a point. All right, Peggy, here we go. Uh, Phil Necro. Phil Necro. Will Randy know if that's a Braves player or an 80s actor? Uh, yes, he will know. She will know that one. Phil Necro. Braves player or 80s actor? No, that one is definitely Braves, 100%. Yes, good job. I remember that one. Is this everything louder than normal? It's, is there something? It feels like it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on. Longoria is off. I don't know what's going on, uh, Justin, but uh, everything seems louder than normal. All right, you get the point there, Peggy. Uh, good job, Thanks. Millennial Match Game. Uh, Marco, real quick. Uh, John Rocker. John Rocker. Braves player or actor from the 80s? Will Randy the Millennial know? John Rocker. You know what? I'm just gonna go. You say no. I can barely hear you. He says no. John Rocker, Braves player, or actor. Rocker sounds like a cool name, so he's the actor or something. No, and he's and not cool. What? He's no, not cool. He's a baseball player, but he's not cool. But that's all right. Marco gets the point. He didn't think he'd know that. All right, after uh, one round, there we go. Let's check traffic. Well, after after one round of Millennial Match game. Pot down, pot down the uh, callers, too. Pot down the callers. What, I don't know what's going on. Okay, after one round for Millennial Match Game, we're all tied up at two apiece. All right, Millennial Match Game. Uh, Rocco doesn't want anything to do with this version, but he's still sponsoring it. You get traffic updates every six minutes. Here's Doug Turnbull. All right, thanks. Uh, we'll try to get traffic every six minutes here for your ride home. Round two of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Who's up uh, there, Deb Green? It's Peggy Stern. Peggy, uh, Millennial Match Game, Braves player, actor, the name is Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Will Millennial Randy know Lou Ferrigno as a Braves player or an actor? What do you think? I got a name, but I can't think of who he is anyway. Um, but I'm going to say 
Yes, they yes, might she get will know. One. All right, Randy Lou Ferrigno. Lou, Lou, Lou. Okay, Lou sounds athletic, yeah. but Lou can be also like an actor. It could be an actor. But, you know that for, for, for what's the last Ferrigno? Ferrig, Ferrig, him. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Let's just go with baseball. Doctor David oh. Banner. The Hulk. The Hulk. Lou Ferrigno. That's from the 80s? That's from the 80s, yeah. Oh. He was He was not, he was what became the Hulk. Okay, the, yeah, the yeah, regular the, guy. Yeah, all right. So uh, I forgot, did did, uh, did she say? She said yes, so she right. did not Sorry, get the point. No point for you, Peggy. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. All right, ready, Marco? Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Will Malayo Randy know if Paul Reiser is an actor or an 80s Braves player? Paul Reiser? Man. Um, I, re- I really don't know. I, I, I'm That's all right. You don't need to know. know. That's fine. It's what uh, yeah. do you think Randy will know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I really, I really think it's you know she won't know. But, you know. All right. That's fine. That's my, that's my goal. That's a safe bet. Paul Reiser, a Braves player from the 80s or an actor from Paul the 80s? Paul Reiser. So the last one was a Lou actor. Ferrigno. Yeah. So this is a, a Braves player. Paul Reiser now <laughs> batting leadoff on Mad About You with what? Helen Hunt. I don't want to play no more. This is not easy. <laughs> All right. So Reiser's a Jewish name. Okay. Oh. So Jewish names, swimmer, riser. Swimmer. They're not. They're not athletes. Okay. If I throw a Jewish name at you, it's gonna be an Thank actor. Thank you for the All right. Hits. All right. All right. Next name is uh, Billy Rabinowitz. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm Baby, just, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, Peggy's up. Millennial Match Game brought to you by, forget it. They don't want anything to do with this one. Uh, Walt Weiss. Oh, that. no, I'll take that. I'll, never what? mind, never mind. That will screw you up. Javi Lopez. Javi Lopez, Peggy. Will Randy know if that's a Braves player or a an actor from the 80s? Javi Lopez. I will say yes. You say yes. That's right. Javi Lopez, Braves player, actor. He's an actor. God bless. <laughs> That's not like an actor. No. Javi, Javi Lopez. Javi. Yeah. If, I bet there's an actor. You just don't know. There might have been. An, you're Lopez. absolutely right. There might have been an actor named Javi Lopez, but Javi Lopez was a Braves player. Uh, I guess Marco's up now. Here we yes. go. Uh, Marco, Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff. Will Randy know if that's a Braves player or an 80s actor? Fred McGriff. I mean, uh, uh, maybe she won't know after the Javi Lopez show. Uh-huh. She probably won't know any of that. But yeah. I say no. You say no. Uh, Fred McGriff. I'm going to He's an actor. Thank you very much. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, the crime dog, Fred That's McGriff. Not- She's thinking of the actual cartoon. No, he, he wasn't the actual crime dog. That no was his way. nickname. I'm done. Bra- <laughs> Braves, 494 career homers, not yet in the Hall of Fame. Legendary Braves oh, player, legendary. Now, no Fred. Fred McGriff, the crime dog. Oh, this is fantastic. All right, uh, technical difficulties aside, we finished round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deb Green? <laughs> All right, Peggy two, Marco four. All right, Marco running away with this puppy. We'll see if Peggy can close it back up when we come back. Uh, it's uh, a Thursday, a rare Thursday edition right. Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Millennial Randy in studio. Brace player or actor? What's the score and who's up, Dev Green? All right, we got Marco with four, Peggy at two. It is Peggy's turn. Peggy, John Schneider. Will Randy know if that is a Braves player or an actor from the 80s? John Schneider, what do you think? I'm going to say no. You say no. John Schneider, Randy, what do you think? From your lesson that you gave me, yes. that sounds like a Jewish name. Yes. I think he's from Meet the Falkers, yeah. Falconers or something. So I'm going to say he's an actor. 
It's an actor. Not Julie. Not Julie. John Schneider. Just a good old oh. actor. But you're right. You're right. You got that point. Never mean All it. All right, no. real quick, we'll give you one more uh, to tie this up, Peggy. Um, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. Braves player from the 80s or an actor? What do you think? Will Randy know? Or big. Oh, uh, no. Jason Alexander. Braves player. George Costanza oh. on size. <laughs> Randy, Randy did not know that one. All right, that's the end of Millennial Ask You. What's the score there, Deb Green? 4-4 four, four now. We're all tied. That means you both go home winners. Deb Green, what did they win? Both of you are going to go check out Australian Pink Floyd, September 18th, Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain. Excellent. Hang on the line, guys. We're going to uh, get some uh, info from you. By the way, Jason Alexander, Jewish, as am I. <laughs> lest, lest you think I am uh, a bigot uh, as a former Division One Jewish athlete. I'm the, I was the rarity. I was the rarity. Randy, as always, we thank you. News, weather, and traffic next. It's the Mark Aram Show on a Thursday on WSB. Ironic that Johnny Brench bringing us back from news, weather, and traffic. Uh, Pete Spriggs' favorite baseball player growing up in Ohio. Welcome back to the show at 639. 44 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and most of the bananas here with you. Longoria, fresh off a two-week vacation, taking another day off. But it's a coronavirus. Is it, does he have it? Oh, my goodness gracious. Might. He's yeah, he was rough. sick. That's right. Yeah, he's been pretty sick since uh, he got back. If he gives me the coronavirus, oh, I can't even be mad at Longoria. Nah, it's hard to. Yeah, he's such a lovable dude. Jason, uh, Justin, excuse me, on the other side of the takeout window tonight. Big second hour. I can't believe we're trying to squeeze in the second hour. We got George Estevez, the new anchor for Channel 2, is going to join us live. We're going to get him to play Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. And on a National Chili Day, uh, Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with a faster review. That's, me- that's cruel for Catholics to have National Chili Day. Uh, as as soon as your Lent fast begins, that's kind of have meatless chili. No meatless I've chili. Never, I mean, that's I've never soup. had it, so that's what I'm meatless trying chili to think. is vegetable soup, Spaghetti right? Sauce without the meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sorry for you for that, Deb. I'm used to it. All right, fair enough. Um, you mentioned coronavirus. I do want to uh, talk about coronavirus because that's been in the news heavily today. Uh, here's an update from ABC. This new case in California is the first time that that person confirmed positive for coronavirus has no contact with China themselves or with someone that they know has just been in China. When we see that in an infectious disease outbreak or an epidemic, and we see it on a very large scale, that is part of the criteria for defining a pandemic. So that that's the latest thing is that I don't believe it, by the way. I believe that person definitely came in contact with someone that is went to China. I just think they they like were covering their buddies. No one's going to say, "Oh yeah, my yeah. friend from China." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but that's that was the headline today. Other uh, Corona updates: um, the the stock market is now officially in correction mode. Lost ten percent of its value since this whole thing break broke. Clark Howard did a special from three to four, which you can listen, I believe, on the WSB Radio app or on WSBRadio.com if you missed it. Um, but I can't, I, am fascinated by the coronavirus here. Um, I was, you know, all the other stuff, bird flu, SARS, MERS, Ebola. I was kind of like, man, like this one, I'm like really intrigued by simply because of, of the, the, the way that it has developed. And you look at the stats, someone did a graph on how quickly, you know, it was like 40 days in on Ebola, 40 days in on bird flu, 40 days on in on uh, SARS and the coronavirus is is shooting through the, like this graph is like shooting through the roof for cases and and fatalities. And it's I, I le- I'm very intrigued by this and I'm, I'm curious. I'm not worried yet. And, and it hasn't impacted me at all yet. 
except for you know my by 401k that's really the, but it, i mean i'm not selling it tomorrow so there's and no maybe andrew and, and maybe andrew maybe longoria who has it the question i want to ask you is have you been impacted at all yet by the coronavirus again forget the uh the market but like personally i haven't but uh maya's brother was supposed to go to japan on in april and he's canceled the trip He's he's canceled the trip. I think they've canceled or tried to postpone a lot of things that were going to be happening. The Olympics is kind of up in the air. Like, they don't know if that's going to happen oh, on time because it's the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. I didn't even think of and that. And it's not even so much about being in Tokyo. It is all the people that would be coming, coming in. Yes. Well, the number. So in Japan now, the number one tourist uh, is is a Chinese national. It used to be all Americans. Like, that was Americans love Japan. But now, now the China has so many people and it's such a. Uh, the upper class of China, China has exploded that it's mostly Chinese uh, visitors now and tourists in Japan. So uh, Maya's mom told her brothers, she's like, don't come. Like, just don't even come because this is a legit concern. Like, we're, we're mostly isolated, right? I mean, we got, a, we got a big ocean on both sides of us, but obviously we're still getting it here. But can you imagine what's what's going on through the people's minds that are in that Pacific Rim right now and the spread? And who knows? You can't trust the Chinese government to give us no. real numbers, right? We have no idea what actually is going on there. No. And hopefully they'll work with the CDC and Western partners to try to. I have complete faith in, in Western medicine to get uh, a vaccine or a cure for, cure for this. I, I really do. Um, but now this is this is it's escalated to the point where this might you know, we might not. I don't know anyone with coronavirus. I'm assuming no one here does. But it might start to impact us personally, for example, uh, my future brother-in-law, he has canceled this trip for, to Japan. Maya's dad was supposed to go on a cruise that that went to Singapore, went out of Singapore. They've they've changed the whole cruise route. So as this uh, situation in this news story uh, starts to slowly escalate, and hopefully it won't uh, get to a pandemic or anything like that or an epidemic, has the coronavirus at all impacted your life in any way? Aside from your 401k, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. We'll talk coronavirus. And in the second hour, uh, George Estevez from Channel 2 is going to join us in studio and play Would You Rather. I missed you guys yesterday. It was nice to have a night off for Georgia basketball, but I, I have so much to talk about now. So much to talk about. We'll come back with your calls. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Laser focused on the coronavirus. Seems like there's a new update every day. Today, someone in California caught it through someone who had not been to China. That's the first reported case of that. Um, I'm fascinated by this. I'm not panicked, but I want to know if this has impacted your life at all yet. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Darren's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Darren, what's going on? Mark, how you doing, brother? Excellent. What's going on? So I, I I didn't call you about the coronavirus, but I uh, I did. Here's a business owner, a prominent business owner, has a huge trucking repair business, mm -hmm. and he seems to think that it has started to affect his business. How so? But what I called you about, Mark, okay. was I, if I'm mistaken, not mistaken, I thought I heard you say you used to be a Division One athlete. Division One at myself and Low T Chuck, who screened your call. We're both former Division One athletes, believe it or not. Yeah, tell me, tell me uh, your sport. I was a baseball pitcher, uh, not a very good one, and uh, <laughs> at Marist College in New York. And uh, I was I was on the team until uh, I was de declared academically ineligible. 
<laughs> that, was a, that was a tough conversation with my folks. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I don't have the grades to play sports anymore. But, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that one. That's all right. Anyway, I had a good I, one. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm an old Georgia uh, a Georgia transplant. Been listening to you for a few years. And I appreciate you're it. A super easy listen. Thank you, Darren. Okay. We're we're like the uh, Phil Collins of talk radio. Easy listening. Uh, Ray's in Douglasville. Ray, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy? Hey, man, I really enjoy your show. First thing, but I am calling about the virus. Yes. Um, I've noticed in business. I mean, we're directly in sales to end user. Uh, consumers and also to other businesses that sell to consumers Mm -hmm. and man the last three days it's been a standstill really and well i'm just quiet shall we say real quiet and and taking that further man i've heard that 30 percent or so reduction is what they've seen over the last couple months what's coming into the ports in our ports that's what i heard this morning on uh, atlanta's morning news that uh, the savannah ports are really starting to get sluggish now now, I had a question for you, though, okay. um, because you mentioned that you, you're interested in SARS or you follow that. You're aware that they found that SARS actually permanently scars lung tissue and lungs from people that have had it and recovered. I'm sure you're aware of that. I am not aware of um, that. Yeah, one, once, some, once the threat kind of passed, I kind of stopped following it, but uh, that's interesting it. to know. Yeah. yeah, check into it. Now, if you start reading deep into stories around, you'll see that, but it's not talked about. Now, that, so that was my first thing with you. Now, I was just curious if you were aware of that. This, if you think about this, they have no accurate tests, or they didn't initially mm-hmm. at all. So the only way they could determine whether people had this were lung scans, because it, it's instant double pneumonia pretty much for the people that have right. any kind yeah. of issue with this. So not only pneumonia, though, but it shows a specific pattern. The pattern is basically the same pattern that you see in SARS. So that, that kind of leads me to think that we have this issue with this. And then today, well, it's, it's interesting. I, I appreciate the call, Ray. Um, I was watching a report earlier today out of China, and what they've done there is it's so it's so great. Like, let's say you go to the Starbucks truck in China, it's takeout only. There's no one there, and you you order with your cell phone, and then so, as soon as you order it, someone wipes down the the panel that you order with. And then in another restaurant or store or something, they take your temperature before you, they let you in. It's like they've they've really like they wiped down that thermometer. Gone, yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> they, like they've done some extreme measures to to deal with this. Uh, Todd's up next. Todd, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Hey, long time listener, everyday listener. Welcome aboard, Mark? buddy. Excellent. What's going on? Good, good. Uh, real question about the coronavirus. Um, you know, of course, rumors spread around. You know, last night I was sitting at a restaurant over here at a table. They said, oh, well, they think they got... Right, right, Todd, they Todd, Todd put, put the phone right next to your mouth because I'm missing you. Okay. There you, you got go. me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, I was sitting at a restaurant last night, and, of course, you hear rumors everywhere where they think that, that uh, the big pharma has basically come up with something that might help it. Yeah. Um, but they are... Some folks are scared to be the guinea pig of it. Is that true? No, not a chance. Not a chance. No. I'm glad you brought up restaurants because I had a, I heard from someone that said, well, I'm not eating at Chinese restaurants anymore. And I was like, good grief. So last night I ordered Chinese to try to boost up the sales to help the local economy. You can't get uh, 
You can't get coronavirus from an egg roll, folks. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, George Estevez in studio. Would you rather and your calls? It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Welcome back to the show. And a good uh, Thursday eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show here Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Three quarters of my family with us tonight. Deborah Green, executive producer of the show. Schlongoria might have corona. We don't know. He's under the weather. He's off tonight. So Justin's on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. we got a full hour here. Johnny Kilbasa and little Sanjay uh, and George Estevez from Channel 2 just finished up the newscast. He's going to come down and join us in just a minute. But I'll continue to talk about the coronavirus because it's a story that is developing. It's, it's, it's happening now, and it, we don't really know which way it's going to go. Obviously, we want this thing to be nipped in the bud, and it doesn't impact us. But I think it's starting to impact people here. You, you are listening to me. I'm assuming none of you have coronavirus, but has it impacted your life at all? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Aside from your 401k, because the market, oh, another rough day at Wall Street. The uncertainty and the unknowns surrounding this are part of what's propelling the fear on Wall Street. And part of what has also propelled that are these warnings coming out of companies, because we're suddenly seeing now that Corporate America is responding to this, and there's a downward ripple effect from that response. ABC News with the latest. We're officially, the authorities, uh, the, the stock folk, Wes Moss uh, from Money Matters, says we're now officially in correction territory with the market uh, as we've lost 10% of value. So aside from that, your 401k, have you been impacted at all by coronavirus? 404-872-0750, wsb talk David joins us in Ackworth. David, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing, Mark? What's going on, David? Not much. So you're talking about coronavirus. Uh, i got a friend of mine. He's one of my best friends. He's been teaching over in China for the last 15 years, teaching English over there. Wow. And they shut the university down, sent them all home, and he's been back home now for about a month and a half. Back, and in, the, back in the States or back? Back in the States. Oh, did what was the process to getting in? Was it okay? Did they have to quarantine him or anything like that? They didn't have to quarantine him because he actually came on the front side of it. He's actually been fine. He's been back now for about a month. Okay, good, good. Now. Uh, but uh, talking to him, he says that they're saying this one number, it's a lot bigger that number than they say it actually is. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of because, I mean, listen, Chinese government controls everything over there. That I don't, I'm hoping, oh, I know we're not getting the real numbers. I'm hoping the real numbers are getting passed along to the CDC because, I mean, they're the experts at this stuff, and the Chinese government needs to let the CDC in there and do their thing and, and really crush this while they can. But I am not trusting any of the numbers that are coming from the Chinese government right now. Patrick's in Dunwoody. Patrick, welcome to the program. Mark, how are you? What's going on, brother? I got a couple of different things to talk to you about. Okay. Um, one's quantitative, one's more qualitative. On a quantitative basis, I work for a huge Atlanta corporation with over a $30 billion market cap, and we got about 4,000 salespeople who are now about to not go anywhere, and I spend over $100,000 a year traveling. Internationally well, or domestically, they're not going anywhere? Just domestically. Really? And, and you multiply that by, you know, it's $400 million in travel Oof. that's about to go away just from one company. Why and Why are they not be, traveling domestic? Like internationally, I could kind of see, but why Why are they shutting down the domestic travel? It's the cross-mingling, the airports. There's there's no way to know. if You, you, know, you go to LAX, you go to Kennedy. Yeah, good point. Um, the, the cross-pollination is insane. So 
that's the ripple effect of that. And you multiply that by over, you know, how many companies are going to make sure. the same thing happen. So, and, and the other thing today, what came down was internally a, uh, a conversation about who are your highest ranked employees that keep the company running. And if we have to do a domestic shutdown where no one can come to work, who needs home computing equipment on VPNs and things to be able to keep this thing alive. Interesting. So, so we're, we're planning for no one going out of their house but still having remote capabilities to keep the thing. Now running. that's so, worst case scenario, but I'm glad that your company is that forward thinking. So I was I was listening to Sanjay Gupta today on CNN, and and he was laying out like the worst case scenarios, like, hey, listen, it, you should probably have two worth two weeks worth of food in your place just in case like you can't go to work. And I was thinking, I'm like, I what what would happen with me, Deb Green? I'm I'm still coming to work, right? <sighs> Maybe they'll have you over the phone. I don't no, know. I, 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 I think, think I'm, we're all supposed to come not that to work. I, we yeah. come in the snowstorms. Sure. We come no matter what. Yeah. I, I, I certainly don't consider myself an essential employee, but I can't imagine Channel 2 or or right. WSB Radio being like, yeah, sit, sit this one out. <laughs> sit the virus out. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to come to work. But it was interesting that Sanjay Gupta's like, listen, don't freak out. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to have you should always have two weeks worth of food in your house. Two weeks worth of elk steak for Chuck, for example. Uh, good for a month. I'm good for a month. Excellent. Mark is in Dunwoody. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. I got a, I got an interesting scenario. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Um, a few months ago, we had all these protests going on in China, and all of a sudden, we have no more protests. So we have coronavirus. Interesting. The only reason the I would, we, the only hole I would poke that uh, into that theory, and I, I, I do like your outside the box thinking, Mark, is that where this originated is nowhere near where the protests were, right? Like, I think the the right. It was the protests were in Hong Kong. Yeah. The origin base is, is Wuhan. Yes. I understand that, but at the same time, we're not getting all the information from China. Yeah. We're very hush hush. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not throwing and, that out in the trash. I'm not throwing that theory away for sure. And they were saying part of the issue with trying to get a, a, a vaccination is that, again, China's not sharing any information. Yeah. It just seems very, you know, interesting that all these protests, now all this coronavirus. Do you think, all right, I'm going to throw, throw a conspiracy theory on top of your conspiracy theory. Ready? I love it. All right, here we go. I, this, is, this is fun. So if, if, we, if we assume Mark's conspiracy, conspiracy theory is valid, where this is started because of a distraction for the protest in Hong Kong, whatever— my theory on top of that is maybe this is a uh, process for the Chinese government to be like, listen, Trump, we'll, we'll let you in. We'll give you more info, but you got to get rid of these damn tariffs on everything. Like give them a little I leverage. Think would, I would agree with that if it was more worldwide impacting immediately. Okay. If in, in, say, a month or two, yeah. we're having mass, uh, mass infection in the United States, mass that way, I would agree. I wouldn't be 100% surprised that they don't already have a vaccination at hand that they would be able to use as a um, as a caveat. Say, hey, we have the cure. Drop the tariffs. Well, keep me posted, Mark. I want to know more about the conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. And I burp at the end of that, too. Conspiracy theories on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, let's do Would You Rather with little Sanjay. It's time. It's now time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. He's Big Sanjay. And would you rather? How are you, Sanj? I'm doing well. Staying busy. Uh, coronavirus impacted you at all? Can you not go to India now to visit the folks? Or, I mean, what? what is, how is it uh, impacting your world? 
you know what? We were going to go on a honeymoon in May to Spain, and that is maybe not going to happen. We'll see. Really? Spain? Spain shut down some hotels. I, mean, I don't know. Italy is close to Spain. Italy has, Europe, yeah, Italy has more more uh, victims than anybody. months from now. Yeah. You know, who knows? Well, we'll when is your honeymoon? Happens. I'm not booking any. Beg your pardon? Your honeymoon is in May? Uh, we were planning on doing it after tax season. So March, April. That's still 60 days for Josie to leave you. So let's see. Let's just play it by <laughs> ear. Let's see how this how All this right. lasts. Deal. All right, Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Feel, feel free to play along in your car. What's the first question, Sanjay? All right. Would you rather have the ability to reheat French fries to where they taste fresh again Ooh. or the ability to have cereal last longer in milk before it gets soggy? I, I rarely have cereal, so I am going to go with the French fry reheating superpower. It's going to sound weird, but I really love soggy cereal. Really? So I'll go, I know. And of, I told you it sounds weird. Of all the things you eat, you right? eat soggy cereal. I, I will deliberately let it sit long enough oh, until it, I love it that way. That so I'll Twinkie do fries. cereal? Yep. You, have you had the Twinkie cereal? No, of course yet? not. Oh, okay. Chuck, what are you doing? French fries or the cereal? Yeah, cereal all the way. Cereal. Justin? crunchy cereal. French fries. You're doing the reheating the French fries. All right, Sanjay, we get a special guest here with Would You Rather, newest Channel 2 action news anchor, fresh off the news desk and uh, looking dapper as ever. It's uh, George Estevez. George, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, thank you. I literally walked in the building. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. All right, so we're, we're in the middle of Would You Rather with Tell little me. Sanjay. He's on the phone right now. He's going to ask us unanswerable questions. And we're going to answer them in studio. It's very simple. Gotcha. There's no right or wrong answers. All right. What's the next question, Sanjay? The next question. Would you rather add 10 years to your current age but look 10 years younger than your current age or subtract 10 years from your current age but look 10 years older? Wow. it's a lot of math, Sanjay. All right. So I'm, I'm 32 now. So I would add 10, eight, 10 years but look 22. Right. Correct. Or become Four. 22 and look 42. Right. Correct. Um, I, I don't care how I look. Give me another 10 years of life. I, I mean, I wear makeup in the morning anyway. It doesn't matter. So give me 10 extra years of life. I'm not yeah. losing 10 years of life. I'll go younger and look older. Yeah. I wear a lot of makeup. George, you're a makeup wearer as well, a TV, uh, fellow TV guy. Um, what are you doing? You're going to lose 10 years of your life, but look 10 years younger or gain 10 years, but look 10 years older? I'm going to lose 10 years of my life and look 10 years younger. Really? Absolutely. But you look so you look so young now. What? I'm actually 87. Oh, wow, fantastic. <laughs> the, the deal you made with the devil is yes. fantastic. Now I want to make one with Sanjay. Heck, there you go. Uh, Chuck, what are you doing? I'm going 10 years younger. And look 10 years yeah, older. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Yeah, You're married. You got kids. Yeah, you don't need don't to. Care. Yeah. Uh, Justin. 10 years younger and look 10 years older. Yeah, I think so. All right. You're on an island on that one, George. Hey, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm on a pretty young island. There you go. There you go. Uh, next question, Sanjay. Along those same lines, would you rather be the attractive or the unattractive one physically in your relationship? Careful. As, as you say this, as my fiance is looking at me, um, I am uh, I am currently the unattractive one in the relationship, and I'm fine with that. So I'm going to go with that. I am the same. I will stay with that. You you what? think so? Yeah. You're way better looking than your husband. I mean, he's I mean, he's yeah. a good looking dude, but you're smoking no, hot. No, no way. I've totally married up. Really? Well, yeah. I'm glad you think so. We don't, Good right? For him, but we like Deb is really hot. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there. You, I hope he's listening. He's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> George, I'm, I'd rather be the ugly one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ugly, but I'm just saying the less attractive <laughs> one. Understood. Yeah. All right, Chuck. 
I outkicked. Yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. why we call your wife hot neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm good staying the yeah. staying the least Justin? attractive in the relationship. What relationship? And I would rather be the young, uh, the ugly one. You, really? <laughs> yeah. So if you if you uh, find the love of your life tomorrow, you'd rather that person be much more attractive than you. Absolutely. All right. Fair enough. Next question, Sanjay. Would you rather suffer from insomnia or narcolepsy? Oh man. I've 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 suffered through fake insomnia. Um, I thought I had insomnia, but I was just I was really I was drinking too much Mountain Dew, and I didn't know I had caffeine in it. And the doctor's like, "You're crazy." You what didn't you? know there was caffeine no. in Mountain Dew. That's no. the whole marketing. Yeah, it was 1992. No. It was 1991. You're close, Andre. So I'm at uh, I go to college, and yeah. the cafeteria. And I've told you about my upbringing. My sure. parents never let me have soda. And there was a soda fountain, and I could drink as much Mountain Dew as I want. I'm like, oh. it's not a cola, so there's no caffeine. So I would drink nine glasses of this a meal. It was oh, free. Lord. And I couldn't fall asleep. So I went to the school doctor, and the doctor's like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, do me a favor, write down everything you eat and drink for a week. So I did, brought the thing back to him. He's like, you're drinking nine quarts of Mountain Dew. I'm like, yeah, but it's not caffeinated. He goes, you're a moron. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my office. You don't have insomnia. Uh, so, uh, But narcolepsy is dangerous, so I'm going to go insomnia. I don't sleep anyway. I'm used to it, insomnia. Yeah. George? I'm going to go with narcolepsy because I think it's a fun party game. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun to see you on the anchor desk. <laughs> just yeah. like, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like pass out. Patricia's like, well, I guess he didn't like that story at all. Uh, low T, Chuck? I would, I would much rather have... Uh, uh, have trouble going to sleep. Insomnia. Yeah, insomnia. Nar- yeah, narcolepsy yeah. could be could be dangerous. Justin. Yeah. Insomnia. All right. Uh, Sanjay, believe it or not, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Tax season is here. Get your ta- uh, taxes done by Big Sanjay. He'll get you a big refund. There you go. I just gave you a new uh, tagline, Sanjay. Uh, on <laughs> Thanks, Facebook, buddy. Brass Tax Accounting or Brass Tax. Appreciate you, buddy. You bet. Anytime. Uh, George, can you hang out one more segment? Absolutely. All right. We're going to keep you here for a while, actually. I got free reign of you tonight. We'll come back uh, with George Estevez in studio, and we'll talk about the coronavirus. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to The Mark Aram Show. George Estevez from WSB-TV in studio, uh, taking your calls about coronavirus when we come back. George, real quick, we got about a minute here. Uh, you're, you're a news anchor. Uh, this coronavirus story is getting bigger and bigger. How prominent will he, was it featured in the newscast tonight? It was our lead at 4. It was our lead at 4, 5, 6 o'clock. It's yeah. going to be our lead tonight. We have a doctor in tonight on uh, the Channel 2 Action News Night Beat at 11 talking about just what we should do here in Georgia, how we should kind of keep ourselves clean, and what we do if it kind of keeps spreading. Yeah, I, just as a viewer and a listener, like I, I'm engaged in this story, and I'm, it hasn't impacted my life yet, but we're starting to see it impact uh, the economy. We, we, we see on the stock market, we had a couple of calls. Uh, they're, they're limiting travel for traveling salesmen. And uh, Maya's brother had to cancel a trip to Japan. So it's starting to creep into my life. That's what we're going to take uh, your calls on when we come back next. Has the coronavirus impacted your life yet or not? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. George Estevez in studio. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Companies that deal in China are already feeling the impact. We've heard it from Apple. We've heard it from Microsoft saying that things are way slower in China. They're getting back to business much slower in China than they anticipated. Therefore, they won't meet their numbers, the numbers that they anticipated making. 
coronavirus, our top story. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show at 736-24 in front of 8 o'clock. Clark Howard did an amazing special today from 3 to 4 p.m. If you missed it, it should be available right now on our WSB Radio app or online at WSBRadio.com. Asking you, dear listener, has the coronavirus impacted you? Me personally, no, but peripherally, my future brother-in-law had to cancel his trip to Japan. Uh, someone I know said they're not going to eat Chinese food anymore. So uh, last night I ordered Chinese to keep the uh, Chinese food market in Atlanta afloat. Uh, so has this impacted you yet? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joining us in studio, uh, George Estevez, newest anchor from Channel 2 Action News. Fresh out of Orlando is where you came from, George. You've been in Atlanta how long now? About uh, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Your your initial <laughs> thoughts of our fair city. What do you think? It's fantastic. Yeah. The buildings, the trees, the people, the Southern hospitality. Dude, that's real. It is. It's amazing. <laughs> people open doors. They say good morning. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm how, like practically a New Yorker. So. How, how long were you in Orlando? Uh, since 2001, pretty much. So I, I, I've been to Orlando numerous times, obviously. Yes. And I filled in on WDBO a bunch, the radio station down there. Um, I have this vision of just the whole economy uh, centered around Disney World, right? Like that's the, I, I have this vision that that is the main economic engine of Central Florida is Disney World. Disney's our largest employer. You have Universal, SeaWorld, yeah. the parks, Legoland now. Uh, SeaWorld expand, is expanding. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of where our bread and butter goes. And not only that, think about it, the peripheral businesses, mm-hmm. the restaurants, the hotels, all that stuff. So yeah, it's huge. So, so something I would, like this, that's what I was, I was with a coronavirus yeah. like you were about to allude to, I mean, if this starts to hit the U.S., then we're talking the economy, and like you said, everything is dollars. But I would imagine even right now, with with you know not travel bans, but limiting the access of of certain countries to come in that have been hit hard by by the coronavirus, that it's probably you're already probably seeing an impact at Disney World where people uh, aren't flying in or aren't allowed to come in and hang out. So I'd imagine it's even starting to to tick down some of the Disney business. Yeah, you have some of that down there too, and then here the world's busiest airport, right? Yeah. So what is the traffic there like? And are people using this to get to other places? So we're seeing a decline here, too, probably. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, only eight weeks. You probably haven't had the, uh, the culinary adventure that I've had here over 20 years. But any any standout restaurants that you've enjoyed so far? I mean, I've been to the Varsity. Oh, there you go. My man. <laughs> I've been to the Vortex. Okay. Two I mean, for two. Yeah. And now I still need to go to Fellini's Pizza? Yes. Yes. Well, you know what? We're going to take you to Antico Pizza. Oh, okay. Fellini's is phenomenal. Right. Um, and it's been the long staple here in Atlanta. But Antico, it's fairly new. It's been here maybe five or six years. I'm in. It's stepped up the game. It rivals anything you get in New York. It's nice. it's that good. You know where I haven't gone yet? Chick-fil-A. What? I know. It's crazy. And I just had my first Waffle House like a week ago for a story. All I'm right. Doing. All right. That's good. But the, literally, you could walk to the Chick-fil-A on Peachtree, my friend. I know. I haven't been. Does, does Brad Nitz know this? I haven't told Brad Nitz, okay, my meteorologist. Good. All right. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the phones real quick. Patrick's in Lawrenceville. Patrick, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mark, I'm great. Um, that's so great you mentioned Fellini's. I actually worked at Fellini's in the 90s, uh, and one of the owners' first name is Mark. I did not know so, that. I'm going to pretend to be the owner next time I go in. I right, want that calzone right. free. And, I'm Mark. Oh, those are good calzones. Um, and you mentioned something earlier about um, uh, w- during Millennial Match Game and the Jewish names, and I was like, doesn't she know her Latin roots? You know, well, but the reason I call it to to, to be fair, uh, um, Randy is not Latin. I, I hear you. Okay. Um, the jeez. Oh, uh, the reason H- hang I on, Patrick. Was, H- hang on, Patrick. We'll, I'll let you settle down, get your thoughts together, and we'll come back to you. Lisa is in Gainesville. Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? 
Well, I am so interested in how many businesses have been impacted by the coronavirus. Um, we have a dental lab, and it has made us so busy simply because of dental labs in Georgia and in the United States who outsource to China, and the labs over there have closed. So what, are you, what exactly are you outsourcing usually to China? Uh, crowns. Oh, so they, they make the, they manufacture the stuff in China. And um, a lot of labs, they don't have employees. They don't have an overhead. They just get the work in from the dentist, mm-hmm. you know, the impression, send it to China. So why are you, so now, why are you busier so now? Because these labs who have no employees and they don't have the equipment can't oh. get their work done. So you, you guys are a one-stop shop. You get all the stuff done here instead of outsourcing yes. it. Interesting. Yes. Now, George, and that's a that's a number. That's a part of the uh, – I saw part of the story today, uh, the, the medical masks and the run on, on, on certain prescriptions. And that might be an impact for folks that, that a lot of the drugs are – are the ingredients part of them come from China and that might impact folks. Yeah, just other life-saving drugs that no longer are available. And like you said, even for masks and yeah. things like that, that you just can't buy one online or anywhere. It's it's amazing how much um, we rely on China to provide goods. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, talking about the airlines too, Delta along with a couple of other major airlines lost like $6 billion. And talking about $102 billion in goods that yeah. were lost in the first quarter. Like, it's going to be crazy. It's unbelievable. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Boss, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. I would love to I would love to talk to Russ. We're going to do Johnny Kilbasa in the fast food review first, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> no offense, now, Johnny. <laughs> on the Mark Aram Show, it's time uh, for the fast food review. Uh, joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for take it. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please. And apparently, congratulations to the new guy who apparently just beat me out for that desk job there. <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa was the runner-up for the anchor position. Uh, Sorry, Johnny. So, Johnny, he's been to the Varsity. He's done Waffle House. Hasn't been yet to Chick-fil-A. Any, uh, any other fast food uh, bucket list items that, uh, that George needs to hit while he's in Atlanta? Of course, if you're going to be in Atlanta and you want to go fast food, you're going to have to go to Crystal at some point. Now, we all know that two wrongs don't make a right, but three left used to get you from the Pink Pony parking lot to the Crystal on North Druid Hills Road. Obviously, that's not there anymore, but Mark, there's Plenty of other locations you can go to at 3.30 in the morning and drive through and get a big bag full of Crystal Chicks. Crystal, have you been to Crystal? I'm sure they had those in Orlando, right? Uh, they did, but yeah. I'm a White House guy. I'm from up north. White Castle. White Castle, yeah. sorry, yeah. It's, I've been to the White House, but White the, Castle. <laughs> they're, they're similar. They're similar. Yeah, so good. So so that's what you recommend, Crystal? Yeah, so I recommend Crystal, and then anywhere you can get a good Cuban sandwich on North Druid Hills. It's um, pretty fast. I, would fast li- I want you to tell me where, because I'm Cuban, and I need a sandwich. Uh, Havana, is it the Havana Sandwich Shop? Little, and, little Havana, right across the street from the uh, Rusty, Rusty Nail. Nail. Great place and Cool Corners Deli. Hills. I don't know if Cool Corners Deli is still open on, uh, on 14th Street, but that used to be a really good Cuban sandwich. Today is National Chili Day, Johnny, and... Really, the only uh, fast food establishment that I know that serves chili is Wendy's. Am I, am I right on that? Happy National Chili Day, everybody. Yes, and you know, since people were living in caves and going to cave diners and having brontosaurus burger <laughs> specials on Wednesday, that always meant a brontosaurus chili was special on Thursday, yesterday's hamburgers, today's chili. Mark, you don't find a lot of chili 
in the fast food world, but you always find chili at Wendy's. It's a robust chili. It's a varied chili. It's a chili with beans. It's a chili with chunks of tomatoes that don't dissolve. It gives you just enough hamburger meat to remind you that you're eating chili. And it's always served at about 211 and a half degrees. So that first scoop that you get out of that cardboard cup when you're driving down the road always is going to burn your mouth. But Mark, hey, why not throw a couple crackers in there? Why not bring a peanut butter sandwich with you and oh, enjoy that? Geez. I always love a peanut butter sandwich. The, the key to it, to the key, and I, I do like Wendy's chili a lot. The key to me, though, is you got to get cheese added on top. If, if you're eating your Wendy's chili without the shredded cheddar on top, you're doing it wrong. That, it's a game changer. I agree. And, and you could also ask for, uh, they still have sour cream for the baked potatoes. They can, they can give you a side of that as well and mix that in. Deb Green is, is crunching her face right now. You're not a fan I of? I don't eat sour cream. No? All right. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, National Chili Day, Wendy's Chili is always a plus. And uh, the temperatures are dropping, George, so chili is a nice cold weather uh, supplement. It is perfect. Plus, you put the sour cream on the side, get two orders of sour cream, and just go to town. Boom! <laughs> this is Johnny Kilwas's long lost cousin. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And. The cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Talk podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. George Estevez in studio from Channel Two. It's spelled Jorge. Yes. What? But George is how you pronounce it. Explain. Explain to me. The thirty-second story is as follows. Yes. Kindergarten. Okay. Picture it. Nineteen eighty. Okay. Little kid in the corner. Roll call. Sally. Sally raises her hand. Yeah. My teacher, Miss Vincequera. Mike. Mike raises his hand. Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy raises his hand. George. George. <laughs> George Estuve, and I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds like yeah. a guy I know. <laughs> so I autom- automatically was like, okay, that must be me. So I, I equated English, kindergarten English, yeah. with George, okay. and then Spanish, when I got my merp kicked, it was Jorge Luis. Yes. <laughs> Bella yes. Quiota. When you got in trouble with the folks. <laughs> right, exactly. It was so it's, it's, uh, so you prefer George, that's what you go by, that is how... I, I prefer a free meal, but I mean, <laughs> whatever you have, I'm, I'm good. So it's, it's interesting, so I'm, I'm a big baseball guy, and there was um, a baseball player in the mid-80s named Jorge Bell. Okay. And for, you know, his first three years of his career, he was Jorge Bell. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I want to go by George now. See? Yeah, it was interesting. And then it was George Bell. Well, hold on, because I wanted to go by Jorge when I got my first job at Access Hollywood. It was the weirdest year of my life. Really? (laughs) Yes. Because you weren't used to people calling you Jorge? Because I thought I was always in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Jorge, go to your room. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Now let's do Russ in Gainesville, my friends. Russ, there we go. Come here a minute. I want to talk What's going on, Russ? Be on your best behavior. We got uh, we've got oh, company in studio, buddy. I'm going to be serious tonight, which okay. is rare. But yes. I'll tell you, I've got a um, a Corona conundrum. Okay, maybe you can help me with this. All right, because my girlfriend and I we joined a new church last week. Oh, congratulations! And these people, yeah, the the you know they come up. Everybody in the church shakes our hand and they hug us and everything. Mm-hmm. And then during the service, a couple of times they go meet your neighbor and you shake everybody's hand. Well, today, that doctor on Clark Howard's show said, don't shake people's hands right now. Oh, so, so what I are you going to do on know, Sunday? Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to not go 
a little more killing people. Hey, listen. No, I think you should go. I I think you should replace it with the fist bump, Deb Green. What's your? So I had had mass on Ash Wednesday, obviously, and they tell you just to say hello, don't hug people, don't shake their hands because of the brightness. So yeah, they made an announcement and the way you're served. um, What about the sacrament? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's served differently too with the the flu virus and the coronavirus. The priest wasn't wearing a glove while giving you the wafer. (laughs) God's not going to give the priest coronavirus. Understood. But I mean, the the way wine is served is different now. So in fact, they didn't serve wine at all. Last time. Whoa, no wine? I know. Really? I'm out. They, they would wipe the cup. They don't do that anymore. Well, they're not doing it right now. All right, yeah. so how do you get the wine? You don't have it right now is what I'm saying. They won't serve There's wine There's no wine, right Mark. No. They have, if you go to Party City, Russ knows this, they have single-serve shot glasses made of plastic. It's too many for the Is that too many? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, Russ, I, I would go to church. I think it's great. You're, uh, you found your light, or this lady has led you to the light of the Lord. Um, I think that's going to be good for you. Yeah, do the fist pump. I'm a big fist bump guy here. George, little inside baseball. Dudes in this uh, building do not wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. I am the I'm the, the shining example that, of who does. Because I shook your hand. Exactly. And I assume, you, you know, you, you are a, a big-time celebrity, so I assume well, you. But at, I'm just into washing my hands, really. Any, any other dude in this building, give him the fist pump. Done. Because no one washes their hands. Uh, George Estevez, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you're a great addition to Channel 2. Atlanta welcomes you. And you always have uh, the doors open for you when you get done with uh, your news work. What are we doing tomorrow? I'll be here. Uh, what are we doing tomorrow, Deb Green? We got comedian John Heffron in studio. Yeah, um, we're doing a special about the Olympic the trials, marathon, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. And usually there's food down here. George, great to have you on the show. Thanks, brother. Thank you. We're gonna come back, finish up your calls. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. It's the Mark Aram Show on ninety five point five WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back, final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Al joins us in coming. Al, what's going on, brother? Hey, hey how's it going? What's up, Al? Yeah, just going back to what you said about the coronavirus. I actually work for a hotel that's in downtown Atlanta. Okay. I'm not actually coming, but I don't know. I don't know who's <laughs> listening. But uh, I can tell you that we we put in place a couple policies that I, I was so surprised since we see a lot of international guests. We uh, we if 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 you are if you show signs of of anything, you don't come to work. And if you do come to work, that's automatic termination. Wow. Uh, but you know, has it, has it impacted your reservations yet, or are you seeing a, a decline in reservations? Last week, it was pretty. It was it was a little. It was about twenty percent under our average daily rate of that week hmm. of, of this time of year. But we think it's just a small little hiccup, and it's going to yeah. pick right back up. What, I, what I'm curious season. to see what happens if this thing sticks around and, and actually becomes worse. You know, we, we're hosting the Final Four. That, that could be a huge impact. Uh, my last call of the night is always our friend. Real quick, though, Tony and Marietta, what's going on, Tone? Hey, Mark and crew, I got to tell you this. Um, Pete Spriggs is going to be totally, really missed by me. 100%. He is put together in all the years that he has been at WSB um, in Atlanta. Just uh, a phenomenal programming experience a genius he's a genius yeah he hired you there you go he's exactly a right you know what we're gonna do yeah. tomorrow tony i'm sorry i gotta do this but um we'll we'll, we'll honor pete Spriggs tomorrow maybe we can get him on the show tomorrow i think tomorrow's his uh, last day let's do start of the show there justin and now are you guys ready for the mark aram star of the show first time on the show first time he'll get star of the show george estevez a second star of the show goes to Deborah Green, who picked up my Uber Eats order. 
uh, from the front lobby. So thank you, Deb Green. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Tomorrow, big show. Comedian John Heffron in studio. Brittany from Access Atlanta. And we'll talk about uh, Pete Spriggs' retirement here from WSB Radio. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.